What's up, tea drinkers? Who's ready to spill? Welcome to The Tea with KG, hosted by your girl, Kaylee Grace. Here you'll find your weekly boost of real talk mixed with laughter, healing, and all of those vulnerable, messy moments in between. The Tea with KG is a safe space for you to show up exactly as you are. We are here to share real-life stories from around the globe and be a community of love, joy, and celebrating life. This is a real-deal show, so there will be coarse language and sensitive topics discussed. The most beautiful stories oftentimes emerge from the darkest of places, and we're here to explore it all. There's room for everyone at this tea time, so grab your drink of choice, spark it up, or just relax and soak it up. Cheers, and let's spill. What's up, tea drinkers? We are back with another episode of The Tea with KG. I'm your host, Kaylee Grace. We are here to spread the sparkle. I have another incredible guest joining me this week. I have the beautiful Charity Dawn joining me from Ontario, but she's an OG Maritimes girl. What's up? How are you? Hey. Hi, Kaylee. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. So excited. So Charity and I have known each other for years from back the East Coast days, and we have both traveled and moved to different places from that point in our lives. So I'm super excited to reconnect. Charity is a coach. She's an athlete. She wears many, many different hats. I'll let her explain in her own words with the who are you and what do you do? Thank you. Awesome. So yeah, my name is Charity Walls. I am a RPN, so a registered practical nurse. I do that casually. I am also a certified personal trainer and nutritionist, and I am also doing a lot of lifestyle coaching as well. Um, and I also studied psychology for five years when I was a university athlete where I played uh, university hockey. So yes, many hats, but I'm really, really thankful for all of that. Those experiences kind of have helped me with what I do today, which is give back and try to help people with holistic health practices, healthy living and loving ourselves the most that we can and living a fulfilling life. So yeah, I guess many hats are just wanting people to be fulfilled and healthy. Preach it, sister. I am here for (laughs) all of that. And that's the thing I love, right? All of our journey and the things that you know, we learn or go through or whatever, it all leads us to where we're supposed to be somehow. And it's just wild to me. And I totally can relate to that in my own journey too. just looking back and just all the different ventures and different people you meet and then how it all kind of comes together. And sometimes it's like years later and it comes together and it's like, it just makes me so happy because it's always full circle, those universe moments. Right. And I just, I'm here for it. The dots connect. Oh, absolutely. So (laughs) with all that, we like to peel back those layers because as we know, we all got a story. We have all had things go through our lives and it shapes us. So let's hear your story, girl, how you got to where you're at now. Oh my goodness. So (laughs) where do I unpack that? We can go back to my adolescent years where I feel like my journey really began when I was a young athlete. So I was probably uh, 12 years old, uh, 11 years old when I decided I was going to play hockey. And and that was that. I came from, you know, a family that was kind of troubled. The dynamics weren't the healthiest. There's unfortunately there's some sad stuff here, guys. There was a gambling addiction and still is in my family. So money was always something that was problematic. So I went to my uncle's house and found all this hockey equipment in his shed. And I put it on the kitchen table and I said, dad, I'm playing hockey. And he kind of liked this because my father loves sports. And I did end up being able to play with some help of the community. My father also chipped in and, and that was where it began. And that was my purpose at that time. I, I was a troubled child. I didn't really know what, what I was, you know, here for. And I ended up being good at sports. That was a my beginning where I got into that and then all the doors started opening. Right. So I w- played for team New Brunswick. I played for team Atlantic. I went to prep school out in Alberta uh, for my grade 12 year. And then I got uh, scholarships to university offers. So Amazing. that was a big way. That was the yeah. gateway. That's what got me out of the trenches and into uh, a healthier path and being able to see life from a different lens and a different perspective yeah. um, with all these healthy dynamics around me from from elite um, level sports and teams and families. 
Oh, absolutely. And I love that so much about sports is because it can provide so many tools to human beings that they can apply in so many areas of life. So I think that's just so amazing. I feel like sports and having that can be such an outlet and also a form of expression, a form of finding yourself, a form of learning. So I love that you shared that because it is something so many people I'm sure do relate to. I'm actually writing a book. It's called Saved by the Skates and it's going to be a book. Yeah, it's going to be about my story. It's very close and near and dear to my heart. It's, it's I just so got perfect. goosebumps everywhere. That's like my <laughs> affirmation from the universe. Like, yes, yes, keep going. That's incredible. I love the the title too. That's so exciting. Yeah. So from there, I, I got um, accepted into St. Thomas University, which is more local to my family on the East Coast of Canada. Uh, and I wanted to be close to my, my grandmother was somebody who was really powerful in my life, both sets of my grandparents, I wanted to be close to them. And so I took that offer and studied psychology while I was there and some other things like gerontology. Um, I was really into the human mind. Like I realized all of a sudden that I need to understand the brain and going through everything that I went through up to, up to that point, I remember specifically the class I was in, in a psych class, it was perception. And I was sitting in that class and I had the breakthroughs that I had in that class to understand what happened in my life as a child, to connect Mm -hmm. the dots and be able to say, okay, Charity, you can fix this. Because at that time, if without hockey, I still had a lot of unhealthy um, internal dialogue. I had a Mm -hmm. lot of traumas that were not healed. I had a lot of baggage, that emotional pain. I was not a healthy girl because I was an athlete. I was not Mm -hmm. a healthy girl because I played university hockey. I was suffering inside exactly. of myself and then psychology just kind of boom all of right? a sudden I, isn't it I amazing could, yeah I feel you so hard on that I, right I've taken some psychology in university as well and I've always I feel so similar to you in that way I've always been so fascinated by why we do what we do why is the brain the way it is how does different things affect how you move through life so I totally can relate to you on that front it's so fascinating and interesting because you can literally peel back every single layer within yourself and be like whoa (laughs) like hello trauma okay and having that breakthrough is incredible I again mine I feel came like later in my adult life in certain ways because heavier trauma happened and it kind of like ignited me into that Mm -hmm. i was like well you can heal this way or this way which way are you going to choose and i was like i'm going to heal in a good way (laughs) not to say that i haven't done other things that were coping mechanisms because i think as humans all do but it's awesome when that light bulb moment happens and you're like wait a minute i'm like you just you know connecting those dots right It gave me that, that was probably the beginning of truly accepting that I needed to do a lot of internal work and I needed to um, really start taking care of myself inside it and those traumas and understanding mm-hmm. myself and understanding my human behavior. Yeah. Why was I behaving in all these ways that were self-destructive? It's partying, things like alcohol, like yeah. uh, picking the wrong uh, partners, whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. Preach it, girl. <laughs> and and I think that that university... Uh, that psychology studying really was the beginning of how I developed my mindset on life and how I realized that I have a choice. I have yes. such a powerful choice with what I want to do with myself and my healing and my journey and how I want to view life. It's my perspective. I get to look through this lens. What lens am I going to look through? Ooh, am I going to look yes. through victim lens? <laughs> You're making me emotional. Through... I'm like, yes, <laughs> right? girl, preach it. Keep it coming. <laughs> am I, am I going to be a victim to what had happened to me? I am not my past, but I certainly, you know, now I'm a responsible adult who can take care of that girl that needed all that help. I can take care of that little charity and be there for her and show up and, and do it, you know, the healing, the work. So I did the self work, started doing the self work in those years, but truly I have not really, I don't feel like it's ever complete. Like I'm still working. Never, right? (laughs) Like as the saying goes, healing is not linear. And I think it's literally like you just said, it's an infinite thing because what I'm finding so fascinating on my journey right now is certain things that were very strong for me. Like I was like, am I ever going to work through this? Like, you know, the deep wounds, the deep seated ones. And I feel like they're finally 
at a point where they don't need so much of my attention and other things are coming up that weren't destructive in my being. They were more a coping mechanism for safety and different reasons, but they're still not healthy, like people pleasing tendencies, things like that. Uh Like it's not that they're chaotic, but they're still not healthy. So it's so fascinating because now the other things have kind of subsided. Those are coming up and I'm like, oh, hi, hello. Like I didn't realize you were there, but here you are. And you're like, I need some attention now. And I love that you said too, little charity. I have had some meditative states where I have connected so hard with little Kaylee and I've like just given her that love and hug that she needed. And the that little girl, if she could see me now, she'd be like, girl, like, whoa, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just incredible, that journey. Yeah, yeah, it's it's powerful stuff. And then like, I've, I learned so much during those years. And, you know, after the university hockey had ended, I was kind of in another rut where I was like, well, my purpose was to be this elite athlete who was studying and now that's over and now I'm going to have to go out and find a job that is related to my degree. And I, I was just very like, what do I do? Because yeah. the university was so structured. I had somebody else give me a system and a framework, somebody else telling me what to do. Mm-hmm. So I was being coached all the time. And here I am now I have to go off and not be coached. Like, can yeah. I coach myself at that time? Absolutely not. So at that time it was rough, but I did end up working with I went and got a job uh, with children with autism and I worked Mm. there for years um, with the psychology background and that humbled me like you would not believe Mm -hmm. it really gave me um, an appreciation for uh, gratitude. It it helped me wake up charity, whatever you are, you know, everybody's feelings are valid. Don't get me wrong, but whatever I was moping about uh, quickly realized that my life was amazing. No matter what, I'm going into a home with five children under the age of 10 who have autism, two parents trying to make ends meet. And my heart exploded seeing these things. Oh, yes. I I feel like we have parallel lives because I also worked with autistic kids in that age of my life too. I'm like, hello. (laughs) And it is so grateful and humbling. And I think it's important. And I think it's important and valid that you said, Yes, people's feelings are valid, but I can so understand where you're coming from and what you're saying, because I too have those, you know, sometimes those thoughts and those things going through my head and I'm like, and then when you have those moments that kind of snap you back, it's like, wait a minute, I am blessed. I am grateful. Like, absolutely. I totally love that you said that because it's so valid. I feel like I have to, I've, I've conditioned myself to do that when I start feeling sorry for myself for too long. Like there are Mm -hmm. things that you can sit with yourself and feel bad for a bit because that's life and that's normal. That's but how you, you process, have to with yeah. Strategy yeah. To get yourself out of that because it's up to you to do it. Preach. It's up to us to take our state and change our state. Absolutely. Our state us. And, and if you we- get in that cycle too long, it can be harder to get off the merry-go-round. So you have to have those mindset practices that's literally check yourself, like, you know? Yeah. Oh, I call myself out daily. I do. Yeah. 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 So that's a big thing that happened with the, with the children with autism it showed me so much. And it introduced me to how to interact with children. Yes. It also taught me how to interact with people without verbal communication. Mm-hmm. Cause some of these children do not talk. So exactly. I learned how to talk to people through energy, through signing, through yes. um, spirit. And yes. that so much about communication. And I feel like that yes. was huge. Oh, so huge. And like, again, all of those skills are things you can bring with you to every part of your journey. And I, I, again, I I can so relate because some of the children I worked with too, again, nonverbal. So you have to use those different tools and those different forms to, and when you do have those breakthrough moments, it's so rewarding and it feels so good Mm -hmm. because you know, you connected with someone and help them and it just yeah such a rewarding experience but exactly like you said it definitely is a great way to remind us of how blessed we are and keep that mindset strong and I love that you say you check yourself every day because so do I and sometimes like I said I get too far in and I'm like no no sweetie let's like come on back out <laughs> like I I know it's it's I think of Will Smith a lot when I'm with that one with like blame and responsibility yeah. um I do a lot of personal development. So I listen to a lot of, of, you know, like leaders of impact and people who are positive and mindset. And so I relate to them. So, so heavily. Mm, I agree. Less less fingers and more thumbs. 
Like, yes. So oh, absolutely. Responsibility for you. That's your power. Right? Yes. Oh, I'm like, just everything you're saying. I'm like, yes, yes, <laughs> yes. Cause it's so true. And yeah. I feel like for myself with the mindset work, if I take my foot off the gas for too long, it's, it can be much more challenging to dive back in or to remember all those things you learned that help you keep your mindset strong. Cause again, we're all about feeling the feels here. We know you have to feel it to heal it and release it. And some things you're going to feel longer than others. It's just the ebbs and flows of, of life, right? It's just when things rock you hard, it's just like sometimes you need people like charity who are mindset coaches and post those beautiful inspirational things every day because external people and though that support around us as humans is necessary we need that and then myself i'll get too isolated at times i'm like wait a minute come back out like you need to find those beautiful beams of light that can help you just yeah. release out of that negative cycle 100 mm-hmm. yeah. right after this the autism job i realized you know i liked working with vulnerable people i like like vulnerable groups of people i, I had discovered within myself that I am a very compassionate and empathetic person and that gave me like some self-awareness like this is kind of a gift that you should roll with and my aunt who's a big influential person in my life she's in uh, Fredericton New Brunswick she's a nurse and I always was very much like looking up to her for being a nurse and I always thought that was cool and so at the same time my aunts had passed away very young 50 and 53 diabetes complications heart disease complications and Every the other two aunts on my dad's side, but all of it together, I was like very rattled that they passed so young. I needed to understand why I was upset. They were close to me. I wanted to dive into learning what was going on with diabetes. It was I was surrounded with it my whole life, yeah. and also I realized I had a gift with compassion and empathy. So it made total sense going to nursing. I'm just like yes. yes. Go for it, charity. Ding, ding. Yeah, go for it and and um, dive into that and. It was scary. And I didn't know if I was smart enough at the time. I had some, you know, we all doubt ourselves. Oh, that imposter syndrome. Oh my God. Yes, girl. (laughs) I dove into that. And and honestly, I was so passionate about it. Once I got in, I posted recently on a a share. I didn't, wasn't going in there to be this academic excellence award winner, but I went in there because I was so passionate about what I needed to know, I was, I ended up getting the academic excellence award in my class. Actually, just because I was so intensely passionate about the human body. I think that is so freaking powerful because what does that show us when you're passionate about something exactly and you love it and it's like aligned with who you are and your heart and your soul. I I don't say this and I'm going to say it just in this way, but the universe rewards you. And I hate saying that because it doesn't mean you're going to get rewarded for everything you do. It's not like that. But I think it's such a positive confirmation that like when you're passionate, it's going to work out. So I love that story. When I realized that breakthrough that I just got academic excellence because I was passionate about it and didn't try, what do you think that instilled in me? That you're amazing. Like I already know you are. <laughs> but like, no, but for me, it, it personally, what what it gave me was confidence in my mind that I could mm-hmm. achieve anything I wanted to achieve with the power of my passion and my mind. So if I put my mind to something, it's gonna happen because I just yes. did it. Yeah, exactly. I just did it. <laughs> she just did it, folks. <laughs> so, like, but when you can say that to yourself, when you so I tell people all the time. Prove it to yourself that you can do hard things. Once yep. you prove it to yourself, you're going to develop your belief system. Your belief system runs your life. And, and there's, yeah. there's your belief in self, belief in others, belief in the universe. Mm-hmm. You have to have this strong belief system. And that will impact the flow of your behaviors. Absolutely, so, girl. Like yeah. One more time for the people in the back. <laughs> I love that. And you know what's interesting, too? I feel like my whole life, I always kind of had a strong mindset with certain things, not necessarily always with myself. Like, you know, we all go through our things, our growth, our doubt. But with certain things, I was so like, I'm going to do this. I don't know how, but I'm just going to do it. And then in my adult life, I got rocked really hard. Again, it was more like a a sense of self. And I feel like I definitely lost a little bit of that sparkly mindset that I always had. And that I find is something that people, I know everyone's aware of, but it's good to be mindful because it doesn't mean like 
like if you get rocked, you can get it back. Like you can bring it back, right? Yeah. So I think people need to know that it's not always going to be smooth. And even if you know what what we know, you can still move yes. with the ebbs and flows. So definitely, definitely. I will add that, yes, I developed a strong belief system then, but since then I've had rocks. I've had, <sighs> I've been punched. I've been, <laughs> I've made some bad choices with those belief systems and it rocked my world and like, wow it's such a good point yeah I, I just know you you have to kind of work on it and always resurface your belief yeah. with your practices with your daily habits and rituals like personal development like continuously putting that in your brain and mm-hmm. and making sure you're taking care of your mindset your mindset is 100%. like a little jewel like we must yes it's a little jewel that's so cute i love that what we am i taking nurture- from this episode nurture the jewel <laughs> Oh, I got a quote for you at the end of this. It's going to blow your mind. Just wait, everyone. The, the words of wisdom, they're coming. I'm excited now. I'm right, literally going to write down jewel because that's the cutest thing I've ever heard. Our mindset is like a little jewel. Keep it nice it and is. shiny. Yeah. <laughs> but I love that you brought that up because it, it's so true. What I think too, it kind of like strengthens your belief system when you get those little rocky, and no, I won't say little, big, little, whatever the whatever the magnitude is. And it can unlock maybe different parts of your belief system. So no matter what, I think it's like so awesome because like you'll get it instilled in you. Life will happen. Then it'll be instilled in you still, but in a different way, in a stronger way. And I love too when you said about maintaining those practices because speaking again, I can only speak from my own experience, but anytime I stop doing those things, it affects me 100%. It does my productivity, my, you know, I'm very aware now of my state. And, and if I'm in a state that feels awful, like I'm like, Oh, the state, Mm -hmm. I didn't call it acute depression. Like it's serious. Right. But I've learned how myself, what works for me, the therapies that work for charity and everybody's going to have different therapies, but we need to latch on and and understand that we can initiate the therapy. Yes. Right, yes. the, the therapy's not going to initiate us. Mm-hmm. Whatever it is that's on the counter that's going to make us feel better is not going to walk to us. That's right. That's right. Oh my God! Yes. <laughs> yes. Right. So we're still. So again, it comes back to we're still in control of how we're going to take care of ourselves. Mic drop. <laughs> Mic drop, everybody. <laughs> I am so here for this. And you know, it's so wild. I say this probably every guest I have, but I know we are meant to have this conversation right now. Not even, it's even for me, like it's therapy for me. Cause like, I know these are things like I need to hear right now in my life and other guests, I needed to hear their beautiful words at that point. So let's just, I'll thank you. I'm going to thank you again as this episode continues, but thank you for coming on and already sharing so much because I am feeling it. It's resonating with me and I'm getting the chills the whole time. So I know the universe and me are like, yes, girl, keep it coming. <laughs> I feel so honored and I'm so inspired by you all the time. So thank you. It's, it's such a mutual. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I've always been like, this girl's amazing. Like, just like, so no, you, very, I know. Very. And I'm literally having flashbacks to like us at the renews days, like dance. And we just always are like, Hey, what's up? And just such good energy oh. always. And always the best like conversations. We always would have the deepest conversations yeah. and of it was course. always the best. <laughs> yeah. That's how we do it. <laughs> Feels good. Oh, yes. So nursing, uh, great experience, taught me a lot about myself, unlocked a new level of confidence for myself and taught me so much about the human body, taught me about physical health, mental health, emotional health, taught me about human connection, interpersonal relationships, taught me more gratitude, a ton of stuff you see in nursing that makes you so much more grateful for your day-to-day life when you see people suffering when you see families crying, when you're sitting with people when they die, when people tell you their most intimate, most deepest secrets right before they die, when 16-year-olds are crying on your shoulder because you just gave their father their last injection, when I could go on and on and Mm. on, but nursing is something that is is completely life-changing. I have so much respect for all people in healthcare. it's something also to be aware of nurses. Uh, we must um, not leave ourselves behind. So no. that's do, And I'm very much balanced in my own career because of that. But mm-hmm. um, 
That's so Dan smart. My mom's a nurse, so I grew up watching just like, and she's so, yeah. so empathetic as well. And I think that's, again, if you are an empath, you have to protect that. And I sometimes Ooh. still have a hard time protecting it. Like I'll sometimes like, if my mood is different, I'm like, why? Like what's going on? And I'm like, oh, you've been letting a whole it's lot of feeling. other people's energy into your bubble. And it's funny because when it's positive energy, it's like, I'm high on life. This is the best thing ever. And then on the other side, it's like, oh my God, I actually found, I'm not not sure if you live in a larger city now but I I definitely do I found when I first moved here I struggled a bit because there was so much more energy coming at me all the time compared to machine, right I feel everything yep yeah <laughs> right how to um have boundaries with mm-hmm. protecting my own energy and protecting by, by how I navigate and shift, shift through that. It's been a work in progress. For oh, sure. for sure. And do you find, I find this for myself, I'm curious if you do, stuff that maybe worked all the time for me before, I, I don't resonate with that as much now. And I feel like I've tried different tactics as my journey has gone on. So also listeners, like, don't be afraid if something you always did isn't really working for you anymore. Try something else. 100%. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So after nursing, I moved to Ontario in January of 2020, three months before the world shut down. (laughs) I came, I got a new job at a hospital here, adult mental health nursing, and I love it there. It's at Providence Care Hospital, shout out. Um, I love it there. But during this time, I had transitioned from, I told you I was an athlete and looking Mm -hmm. for a way to replace that, I guess. Mm -hmm. And so the athlete bone never went away. So I got into the gym during nursing school to try to take care of myself. And that was always there kind of dabbling in the gym, dabbling. And I mean just going and showing up and trying to take care of myself. Now, when I moved here, the world shut down and I'm in a new city. Uh, Fraser and I are the only, we, we don't know anyone, one friend here. It's, it's wild. So I got even more serious about my fitness because it gave me a positive outlet. It gave me something to focus on. And you're an and, athlete. It's like your, yeah, your second nature. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I realized as I was in the gym, I took a look around one day and I was like, wouldn't it be nice if I could get paid to work out? Right. Yes. <laughs> I'm like, wouldn't it be nice if I could work in this environment? Wouldn't it be nice if I could be here and this gym brings me so much joy? Wouldn't it be nice if I could somehow give a service here in the gym? And then I was like, I want to be a personal trainer. Duh, charity. Yes. Duh. <laughs> you know, so that's where I I was like, okay go take a personal training course so I signed up online and Mm -hmm. uh, went ahead and locked that in got a job at Good Life and started personal training here in Kingston and along with my nursing and then as I'm growing in my fitness sport and wanting Mm -hmm. to up level my own physique uh, in the sport of bodybuilding I guess I decided to join forces with a company called USANA Health Sciences with uh, Nadine. Oh, yes, yes. We had Nadine on here. She is so amazing. I love her. Yes. So her brother called me and he's like, I see you're into fitness. I have some products that you might like. And I'm like, like, if you don't take risks, you'll never know. I was like, you know what? This is Olympic athlete stuff. It sounds quality. I like that. Let's do it. So literally in the car, boom, purchased $500 (laughs) supplement. And started my own business online, and here we yep, are. Just like that. Later, I'm a silver director, and I still make uh, weekly income on this business. Now, that showed me another thing. It showed me like, hey, you are capable of having multiple streams of income now. You, you have an online business. Yes. You are a personal trainer. You are a nurse. And you, this is how you're going to make it, Charity. Keep hustling, yep. but, but most importantly, keep working on yourself. Because Absolutely. You're everything that you're doing, you're investing, buying courses online, reading books. Mm -hmm. I'm taking coaching courses. I'm thinking about going into endocrinology, like continuously growing your knowledge base Mm -hmm. and listening to personal development and and taking care of that mindset and and self-care and your health holistically. All of that, like taking care of you and growing as Mm -hmm. a full human holistically is going to be the recipe for success in your life and fulfillment. Yes. Yes. I'm just so excited with everything you just said. I'm like, yes, girl. Yes. I get so excited. I like literally want to scream. I get so excited. I'm just like, yes. But absolutely what you said there about the holistic, because that's the key, right? It's not just the body. It's the mind, body, spirit, emotion, everything. It's everything. Because if you don't honor all of it, going to show up somewhere else like yeah. it always does so yeah. I love that you said that I'm so fired up about this because 
you know, I do share a lot of fitness inspiration in hopes my goal with the fitness inspiration is literally to take somebody who's sitting there feeling hopeless or feeling down and say, hey, fitness is a great gateway to start your health journey. It's a great yes. gateway. I'm not saying everything. I'm not saying the body honestly comes. My body came after my inner work, guys. Mm -hmm. This body would not be a result. This would not be happening if I was not healthy on the inside. Same here. I promise you that. It transforms. And when you take, yeah. it's weird. It's it's weird how it transforms like that. Not, But you know what I mean? Like, it's just yeah. like you honor that and the body responds 100%. Yeah. Yeah. So I decided bodybuilding and, and it's my own. I make it my own. I'm not like somebody who's looking for a pro status and stuff like that. Like I did well in my, one of my, the, my first show. Oh my God. I wanted to talk about that. Was this the most recent one you posted photos of? Cause I died. Yeah. I was like, I, I already knew because literally, okay guys, I'm just going to say this watching charity. You will not see someone more consistent than her. I am saying that right now. I have watched you train for this for so long and I feel like we'll dive into the details, but just from someone seeing it from my perspective on social media, I just feel like you did it in such a healthy, awesome way. Like it wasn't too fast. You took your time with it. You did it to me in the right way. I'm not trying to say that because there's, you know, it's whatever way works for you works for you. And then to see you win and all the, I was, I was so freaking excited. Like it just made sense to me. It just, it was amazing. No, it was. That means I was lot. so happy. I'm happy that people see that. So I appreciate yeah. you saying that. Because I am a, a coach who preaches holistic health. Mm -hmm. I believe in prevention first and healthy practices, our mind, our soul, our body, everything. I'm not just somebody who is promoting, hey, let's go get ripped. I'm not just, yeah. I'm not. There's a lot of layers to coach Terry here, you guys. This is not, I'm not, <laughs> you know, fixated on a, on a body. I am fixated on health. I am fixated yes. on autumn. And I did do it in a healthy way. I did it very yeah. long. So I wouldn't have to starve. I wouldn't have to be, you know, doing these extremes. I did it so that yes. it was safe. And I had a coach, great support. Yeah, it was good. I think why I admired it too is because like in my youth, I definitely suffered from disordered eating. So I always was very admirable. Is that the right word? I always admired bodybuilders yeah. so much, but I was always fearful in a way. If it was never something I was like, I'm, I'm, I wasn't going to do it because I didn't want to get too close to that territory of, I'm not saying bodybuilders starve themselves. I'm not trying to say that, but there's a point I know where you have to shred or you have to, you'll, you can explain what you actually have to do. But I always yeah. was a little bit fearful if I ever considered it for myself. So again, for someone like me watching you do it mm -hmm. in that way, that's I think why it was so beautiful to me because it wasn't rushed. It wasn't chaotic. It wasn't unhealthy. It was like in the most beautiful way. So it really yeah. stood out to me. And I'm sure others maybe who have the same experience as me would notice that too. So I think you need to get some major props for that. Cause yeah. I want to encourage women who have a desire to put their bodies to a challenge and, and get a physique that, that might be another level for them. I, I really encourage women to do that because there is a healthy way to do it. And mm -hmm. now you can and you do have to know yourself and your relationship with food and how you, you know, if you have any history there with disordered eating and body dysmorphia, of course, is going to be more sensitive. Of course, you're going to have to maybe even have, I will share with you openly for the last eight weeks of my prep, I had, a, I was talking to a therapist. Oh, for, amazing. Uh, at least once a week talking to a therapist before the stage so that I made sure I had a healthy mindset going in as I was uh, taking um, my diet and kind of changing it around because yes. even though I'm going to cry, that just made me feel so amazing because <laughs> I've never seen someone do bodybuilding and share that information. And I think that is such a key piece of information because you're not literally, she's like walking the walk. Coach Charity is not just doing the physical. She's doing it all, the mental, the spiritual. I am so here for how you did your journey. I'm like, let's hear more. Give it to me. <laughs> yeah, I want to encourage women that anything is possible and, and it's scary. But if you have somebody to talk to about that, it's almost like you can heal. You can heal yourself too, right? You talk about that and figure out how you can have a healthy relationship with food. And how I do it is that 
I look at it from an athlete point of view, as opposed to a body image point of view. So I'm an athlete. This is part of the sport. The same as I get dressed and play hockey and shoot and score. This is, I lose body fat. I go present. It's an art. So it's an athlete sport. And that's how I separated my history with disordered eating and my history with body dysmorphia, because I had the same everyone. Right. And that's how I separated to make it healthy while having a therapist to make sure that I wasn't reopening wounds. You're amazing. You are friggin' amazing. And thank you for sharing that with us because it's not always easy things to share those parts of ourselves. So thank you first and foremost for sharing that and for making it seem possible for people who have gone through things or maybe still are going, like it, everybody's on a different part of their journey, but that is such an inspiration to me because it shows you that you can have dealt with those things in your life and still if this is something that speaks to you still go for it in a healthy way i'm so inspired right now because i've literally never heard someone who does bodybuilding speak like that so thank you yeah that's helpful i would encourage people to never be ashamed to to talk to somebody about all of that it's so healthy to have a therapist and or somebody to talk to like this is prime healthy and I didn't mention that in my journey I did go in my university years and see a therapist I had a friend take me because she knew I needed some help at that time and I'm forever grateful and that was beginning again like I said healing was was sitting there and I remember she wrote 14 pages of notes oh my gosh yes (laughs) it was just like whoa like whoa moments I I needed to get that load out and and deal with my past and and verbalize it not just suppress it and uh again from a childhood of trauma, addictions, physical abuse, sexual abuse. I've been through it all. Mm-hmm. And I definitely will always say that a therapy, a counselor, somebody to talk to is very healthy. And mm-hmm. I agree. I use that outlet when I need it. For sure. Yes. Talk therapy is so, it, it's not for everyone, but I yeah. don't knock it if you haven't tried it. Try yeah. it first. And make sure it's a person you vibe with because I've had to do the work sometimes, which is annoying too, because you want the first person you go to, to be the one to be that perfect therapist for you. It doesn't always work like that, right? Like I've had to do work to find someone. But what I found is, is even though, yes, it's challenging having to reopen up all over again, if it's the right person, you're going to get more from it. I agree. So, yeah, I love that you mentioned that. In my experience, for me, it's been very, very. Oh, yes. Same here. Like so helpful because they're not emotionally attached to you. It's a third party. They're going to tell you what's up or at least just listen, just be there for you to unload whatever it is that's inside you. And sometimes what I have found, sometimes things come up and you're like, whoa, like you didn't, you may not have even realized that that was something. And then there it is release. I know it's a wild, wild, <laughs> definitely a wild ride. <laughs> oh, to be a fly on the wall in uh, different therapy sessions I've been in, or even just my own personal therapy in my apartment. <laughs> yeah, be uh, entertaining to some, I'm sure. <laughs> hey, same here, girl. Let's talk more about your coaching business because I am so here for everything you've said so far and how you approach your own Thanks. stuff. I'm like, let's hear Coach Charity because that's what I want. <laughs> Well, Coach Charity is pretty much um, into action, really just honestly winging it. No, no, I'm kidding. Um, I, Nothing I, wrong I, with that, though. Sometimes you got to just, at first, you just got to go. You just got to go for it. I, <laughs> I, I want to help people. So how am I going to do this? First of all, I had to make sure I had the confidence to say, I'm a coach. I'm going to do this and I'm going to help people this way. And what I've realized is that I'm, I can put a cap on coaching people one-to-one. So I do one-to-one coaching with nutrition, lifestyle, and fitness. So that would be like meal planning, helping people choose uh, certain macronutrients to, to serve their goals and also giving them workout splits to work out in the gym or at home or just an exercise routine. I really meet people where they're at. I'm. It's very much, this is not, you do not need to be in a gym to work with me. You do not need to care about muscles to work with me, right? I don't want to give off that. That's what I, because of the sport that I love, and my coaching, I want to make sure people are clear. So I'm trying to work on that more for promotion and presentation and how I present myself. Mm-hmm. And I also do group fitness classes as a personal trainer at a studio. I have a collaboration with a friend, uh, Wendy. She's a personal trainer. And I also do one-to-one private personal training in that gym. 
But yeah, online coaching is really a, a cap it because honestly, I want to give these people 150% of me. And if that's the case, I can't be coaching 40 people. There's just not enough time for me to, I go to bed at night and I think about my clients. I wake up, I think, <laughs> yeah. I, they're my, they're my everything. <laughs> like, Absolutely. I, I they are going to win. Yes. And I like that you set those boundaries because you know what you want to give to each person and you know your heart and what you want to give and your passion for each person. And I love too that you see people as individual people. You're not out here like more is better. You're like, no, quality over quantity. And I love that. Yes, I can't do the cookie cutter one thing, one shoe fits all thing. I can't do it because it's not going to result. And at the end of the day, I'm a person of impact. I'm not a person of worrying about I just know I just know and I believe this that if I just continue to work hard work on myself and help people one person at a time that is how I will grow that is how I will develop and get success and people will remember forever that I helped them and that's way more than any paycheck could give me like I don't care it's so true at the end of the day serving humanity that's what's up being of service and helping someone in whatever capacity that may be. So I think the fact that you run your business that way speaks so much to who you are in your heart. And to me, integrity is everything. And actually caring and being compassionate is everything. And obviously you're a very compassionate, empathic person. So I wouldn't expect anything other than that from you. But that Mm -hmm. is for someone like me, I would pick you 10 out of 10 over someone who just, didn't even see me, you know, like no way. Coaching is an intimate thing. Like you want to be comfortable and be seen and heard and valued. So yes, girl. I think one of the things I live by, one of the quotes that I'll leave you, like that I'll, I'll bring in here now that you might appreciate is like, I want to be paid with tears and hugs of joy. Oh my God. You're gonna make me cry with that quote right now. Oh my God. Yes. Money can't buy somebody giving you a hug and saying, thank you for changing my life. Money can't buy that. No. I'm sorry. But that's me. It bumps when I'm talking to myself here, but like, that's right? really, like, because I come from such a traumatic life and I've had people help me because I've been making it now coming from a dark place. Um, to me, it's just so deep. And there was a oh, quote yeah. on that's like some people just have such an octane level of pain. They'll never understand when they turn that pain into positive fuel. Like, People will never know how passionate, how much I have inside of me based on the pain that I've gone through in my life. And I'm putting that into good use to make other people feel less pain. Yes. uh, You're reminding me of uh, another saying. It's like the deeper the pain, the bigger the purpose. And it's, it's so intriguing to me. And I believe it because, again, we all have our own journeys, our own thresholds, our own trauma, everything. But like Charity said, when you can find the positives or how can you take that and use it to make good in the world? Because I truly don't believe we live in a world where bad things happen for no reason. And I know there's really terrible things that happen out there. I know that I'm not naive to that. I understand that. But if you're not given something like difficult, it's, it's again, it's how do you heal from that? Or what path are you going to choose from that? Like charity, we were saying earlier, like, are you going to live in your victimhood or are you going to, you can live there for a little bit, but you can't stay there. You can't stay there forever. You have to move out and move to a different area of life, right? It's the lens of despair or the, the lens of opportunity. Yes. So which look through Do you, is, is waking up in the morning, put your feet on the ground, an opportunity for you to be a good person and work on yourself, have integrity, work on your reputation, be that person that the little kids look up to. Or are you going to wake up and be complaining? You're going to be picking people apart. Are you going to be comparing? Are you going to be focused on the news? Are you going to be focused on all the the comparisons and making fun of people on TikTok? Or opportunity for me to become something, for me to help someone? Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, my God. I love how you separated those two things. And it's so true. Because like you said, we all have a choice. Every single person has a choice how you choose to move through your life or how you choose to react to the things that happen. And again, Charity, we're not saying it's all perfection because it's not. Perfection doesn't exist. That's an illusion. But when you do have moments, that take them as learning opportunities. Even if you're the one who fucked up, 
own it and, and grow from it. Right. I fucked up so much in my life, you guys. So, like, Same. and I do, but at the end of the day, I don't, it doesn't hurt me as much anymore to be like, I just messed up because you, you learn that you can forgive yourself. You learn that other people forgive very other people admire when you admit your shit. They, yes. your, character, your character means more than anything in your care. If you can't admit to being wrong, or if you let the ego get in the way of that stuff, mm-hmm. the character is going to be, people know. But if you say, Hey, you know, anybody who comes on and says, I had a relapse, I did this, I did that. Their character is amazing because they're leaning mm-hmm. in and taking responsibility and admitting. And that's so uh. beautiful. So beautiful and so powerful. I have always, I literally, we're so, so aligned right now because I feel the same. I, anytime, whether it's a huge company or an individual person, if they screw up and they can come forward and own it, I have nothing but respect for that because one, it's difficult to do that. It's difficult to stand there and be brave and say something like, Ooh, I screwed up. But when you can do it, it's never going to, well, I mean, okay, I shouldn't say this. If you're speaking to someone who's in a good place on their journey, I don't think coming forward and owning your stuff is going to be met with negativity. Right. Depending on who you're speaking to. Because some people, like we were saying, live in that lens that Charity said, right? Where they swirl in that kind of stuff. And they like that stuff. They want to shame you. They want you to feel bad. But those are probably not your people. People are doing that to you and they're not coming from a place of love. Maybe they're not supposed to be in your immediate circle. Yeah. Yeah, we we have we have empathy and pray that those people find uh, their way and find Absolutely. like some people like because they're suffering. People who exactly. abuse are suffering. Period. Mm-hmm. Period. And you have to learn how to not absorb that energy and to create a boundary and set your standards high. Boundary cut off. Goodbye. You're not allowed to um, come into my my peaceful bubble and push me around. That's right. Oh, I love that boundary. Goodbye. You're not allowed. Do not enter. The close sign is up. I love that so much. Oh, so much. I'm very protective of my peace because I've been through too much pain in my life. Why would I allow it now? You oh, know? Yes, mama. Yes. I so needed to hear all of these things today because it's just like, even sometimes when you know stuff, you need to be told it again sometimes. And that's how I'm feeling right now. I'm like, you know what? My And you know, boundaries? People aren't going to respond to them well if they've been able to disrespect you, if they've been able to walk all over you. They're going to want to just, they're not going to like that boundary being put up. But be brave and maintain it because, you, like Charity said, like your peace is everything. Yeah. This is so, so cool. You're, you're so awesome. Oh no, you're so awesome. I am like so inspired right now. I love so much all of the things. I feel like I learned so much. I feel like so much stuff, like it may be stuff I've known, but I just needed to hear it again. It just reignited so much joy in me. So thank you so much for coming on and being so open and vulnerable and sharing all the things and so inspirational. Like you've literally, I feel so much joy in my soul right now. Like, thank you so much. You're so welcome. I am just honored again. And, and all of your audience, I'm sure is obsessed with you because (laughs) It's you and you're so, so brilliant questions. You have great perspective. Uh, this is definitely, I think your calling it is you. your spirit's always been so amazing. And I knew from the time we met that it was, is probably why we're drawn to one another. But I think the world is just, you're just getting started with this kind of thing. You're gonna, you're already helping many, many people. So keep that in mind. And this Thank you. big time. My God, I'm like so emotional right now. Thank you. This is, we got to impasse on this call. This is what happened. <laughs> I know. Oh my God. Oh, okay. that was so beautiful. I know you've already said your words of wisdom, but let's just hear it one more time. I loved it. I want to be paid with tears of gratitude and hugs of joy. I want to be paid with feeling. I want to be paid with energy. I want to be paid with, you know, love from people who uh, are thankful and whose lives have changed and, and who that's how I want to be paid just with, with hugs and love. <laughs> I know that it's not that. easier with the right people for that. Cause I am so here for that. And you know what, if more people had that kind of heart and mindset, I think our world as a whole would look a whole lot different in a better way. So I am here for it. I have a really good quote. It's by Jim Rohn. It is stand guard at the door of your mind. So protect your mindset, 
whatever it is that you're building within yourself, when you're building your confidence, when you're starting on your journey, when you're getting things done, when you're feeling good about yourself, keep that going. Stand guard at the door of your mind and do not let negativity into your life. Do not let bullies into your life. You deserve all the fulfillment, all the joy in your life. You deserve good things. You deserve loving energy. You deserve people, you know, being there for you. You do not deserve anything but the highest. Raise your standards, raises everything in your life. Stand guard at the door of your mind. It's your biggest asset. I love that. I literally wrote down guard. I can visualize that so much. And again, quotes like that, different things can resonate, but I literally, as soon as you said it, I had this perfect visual in my head and it really makes sense. That's I'm feeling that one. I think I'm going to take that one with me for a bit and see how it feels. Cause I like that a lot. (laughs) Gotta let that fierce, fierce queen guard that mind. Cause ain't nobody getting in here unless, unless you're coming with love, then you can come on in. (laughs) Exactly. Those are my boundaries. Yes. In love and that's right. You know, Open mindedness, and we'll be all right. Yes. Oh my gosh. Okay. Another expression of gratitude for you, but thank you so much for coming on. Thank I know you. your words are going to resonate with so many, and I can't wait for this episode to come out. February is such a big month for me. So you're you're coming out yeah. the end of February. You're in the celebration month. So I'm so happy. What a perfect person to have on for another February thank episode. You. No, thank you. This is amazing. Oh my god! I gotta get your address. Oh my gosh, you're so sweet. Actually, let's plug in your social media, website, anything you like. Uh, so, any listeners, viewers, if you resonate with Charity and you want to reach out, she's amazing. She's super <laughs> open, so easy to talk to. So, if you resonate with her, I'll let her plug in how you can touch base. Yeah. So, just uh, on Instagram, it's at charity.d.fit. I'm on YouTube as well, charity.d.fit. I'm also on Facebook, Charity Dawn. And I am on TikTok as Seaball87. So all of those places. And honestly, my DM, my my inbox is wide open. And I do get back to every single person who reaches out in time. I, I actually keep a logbook. So do not hesitate if you want to chat. And, and that's what I'm all about. It's just talking. And there's no cost here for having a conversation and it resonating because to me that like I told you that's how I get paid is 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 the feels so yeah absolutely I love that so also if you're watching on YouTube I'm gonna have everything linked in the description box below if you're listening via podcast it'll be in the show notes there'll be no trouble to find charity I want to wish love and light to all of the listeners and viewers as always that is our tea time for today and we will see you next week Oh, 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 oh,